Welcome to Quote on the Macabre. I'm Katie Adkins. I'm Hunter Moore. That was it. That was it. That was it. Hi, welcome to Quote on the Macabre. We took an accidental three-month hiatus. <laughs> Literally. We didn't actually plan for that to happen. Maybe I should lie and say it was on purpose. No. No, I shouldn't. Okay. No. Lying is bad, Katie. <laughs> well, they don't know. But well, it was right. like we were taking a break because it was the holidays. And, and then it wasn't for three months. And then now it's almost april here we are april fools (laughs) this show's a joke um we're gonna talk about pirates this is an episode we attempted recording over a month ago and did not go well at all so we're redoing it (laughs) yes we are we're re-fucking doing it and that's just how that's gonna be so what inspired this topic months ago katie well i was watching survivor (laughs) i thought you were asking me and then you said you're because and i was gonna be like i don't know you chose it What inspired this topic was I was watching Survivor, (laughs) Pearl Islands, which was like their pirate-themed episode, episode, season. It was a whole season. I think it was like season seven. It was one of their best ones, in my opinion. They were still working out kinks in that show, though. They did... They did some shit that they do not do anymore because it was fucked up. They tricked... So in early seasons of, of Survivor, they would trick the players into thinking they were going to a promotional shoot. So they would be dressed up all nice and pretty and fancy and then abandon them on the island, which gave the men a huge advantage because they would be wearing warmer clothing, like suits and stuff. And And then the women would be like skimpy. One woman did heels or something. One woman was wearing a tube dress with no bra or underwear. And the only things they would let them have out of their luggage was their sneakers. They let them have their sneakers. And she was like, I'm literally not wearing a bra or underwear. She's like, I don't have clothes on. They did not give her a bra and underwear like they fucking should have. So I felt really bad for that woman. And you want to know what's even more like fucked up? Their way of addressing this was having a reward challenge that was a sewing machine with fabric. First of all, you'd have to know how to sew. Use it. It was an old timey sewing machine. It was like an old table. Like I, it would take me a minute to figure out how to use it. And I've sewn for ten years. I mean, I I guess I would consider like hand sewing a survival skill but it's also not like i think generally everyone knows how sewing works right luckily they made it work like the first okay so one woman was wearing a really long dress that was really difficult to run in and then rupert love him rupert rupert's a big fan fave he's been in four seasons of survivor (laughs) maybe five like the guy's been in a shit like he they love him they keep bringing him back (laughs) still hasn't won but <laughs> oh no it's because he's like this big I happy mean, if he's jolly been back for four seasons though like that's all that's already like prize enough like oh i know you know to get paid for four seasons and then just the like just the experience fame you would get yeah or, like, he internet. just loves the game yeah. and like one of the seasons Rupert. he was on was uh blood versus water where he went on with his wife because he wanted his wife to get the opportunity to play and he sacrificed himself so that she would stay long because he was like she deserves to have the experience on this show and I've already been here so I'm gonna go in that season they were like if your loved one is punished you can take their place and he uh, was the only one uh, to do what? that oh yeah. my god which is like brutal <laughs> when you think about it out of how many couples would it have been like 
10 couples total because there's 20 people one out of 10 wow yeah all right strong marriage they at the time that they filmed that season they had already been together 16 years but anyways in his pirate season though which was his first one he was wearing these fancy jeans for the photo shoot that was chafing his skin and like giving him a rash so he like couldn't wear them so the woman with the really long dress they cut it and like made him a skirt and it was like really it was really cute he was like this is so comfy and he was like all about it he was like this feels amazing i love that i love that see that is survival like that is survival that is survival absolutely and that's some teamwork i love that motherfucking teamwork motherfucking teamwork but yeah i was watching that and i was like what if we do pirates that could be fun i'm glad we did because i did not realize how much i thought i knew about pirates but it turns out i don't yeah it turns out i know jack shit about pirates and i all i knew was pirates of the caribbean yes which i honestly still doesn't explain a lot the most (laughs) the most history pirates of the caribbean explains is that a pirate code exists yeah like part of the joke is that they don't follow the code right (laughs) yeah it's just sort of like okay cool hopefully my phone doesn't die as i'm reading this so we're just gonna we're gonna blow the fuck through this because i know hunter's got a cool story to share oh boy do i oh boy so i went classic pirates i think you went modern pirates i did do you have any pirate experience hunter do i have pirate experience no. I think my most, my biggest pirate <laughs> experience is the Pirates of the Caribbean ride on Disney and how as a child I was confused about its existence because there was no movie for it. Yeah. The ride existed before the so movie just like, heads up people under the age <laughs> of 25, just so you know. Yeah. I was so young. You want to know how young I was when I went on that ride? They were still building Agrabah. Oh my gosh, really? They were still building the Aladdin parts. Like, I remember the walls for construction oh. saying Aladdin and stuff coming soon and I was angry that it, it wasn't, wasn't ready. open. <laughs> so I hadn't seen that part of the park until I was an adult because that was the next time I went back. Yeah, I was like, there's a magic carpet ride? I like got there and was like, Aww. I've never seen this. <laughs> All I know about the Pirates ride is that didn't have Jack Sparrow as a kid. They added that later and that there was real skulls on it. There were real skulls? Yeah, they're from like a school though. I mean, They yeah. were real because in the seven, I think it was the 70s when they built the ride they couldn't figure out how to make realistic looking bones so they just used real bones but now that people have figured out how to create realistic looking bones most of them have been replaced yeah. but I, but there's a rumor that like one or two is still like the original that's kind of cool though it wasn't like they dug up bones <laughs> from a crane or like someone died on the ride and they used their bones um so my other experience with pirates is uh watching the goonies obsessively as a kid mm, yeah loved me some goonies goonies are good Good movie. That was not Sean Bean. Was that Sean Bean? No, Sean Bean is the guy who dies in everything. Who is Samwise Gamgee? <laughs> Sean Astin. Sean Astin. Different Sean. <laughs> Sorry, Sean Bean is They're Ned Stark. They're both Lord of the Rings. And <laughs> they are both, both Lord of the Rings. They're just very different parts of Lord of the Rings. Yes. I kept thinking like, Lord of the Rings. Sean Bean's in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, Sean Astin. Our sweet, sweet Sean Astin. Sean Astin is the cute little boy with the inhaler and the Goonies. Oh my god, that's him. That's Sean Astin. Love it. I love him so much. And if you haven't seen The Goonies, what the fuck are you doing? Turn this podcast off. Go Go watch fucking it. watch The Goonies. Right I have now. it on do- I'm. Why do I? What the- are you doing? These lights are so bright. Are I'm you- tearing up constantly. You just, you just really love The Goonies. I'm just really passionate. <laughs> I'm just really passionate about pirates. 
about the Goonies and pirates. I decided to research the golden age of pirates. Luckily for me, there's a Netflix docu-series oh. called um, we love The a Secret good Kingdom of Pirates. The Lost Kingdom of Pirates, Ooh. I think is what it was called. I should have written that down because it's pretty much my sword. <laughs> so um, Golden Age of Pirates, by the way, it was uh-huh. 1650 to 1726. Predates the revolution by at least 50 years like the end of it 50 years i mean the beginning is over 100 years so the peak peak years the ones that you think of with has all your famous pirate players so that the you know of. of the golden age the peak was 1710 to 1720 the very very tail end and there's a reason for this because pirates thieves have always existed right pirates are very specifically thieves on boats <laughs> 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 yeah. Which now on boats. Now pirates are considered like you don't have to be on a boat. You can pirate music, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like pirates is just someone who steals as a thief. But back then You had to have a boat. You had to have a boat to be considered a pirate. Um and also at one point you had to have like an aesthetic, you know? Yeah. Which is what I tried to dress as. I kinda just look like a fortune teller, but I I tried to go piratey. I got all these hoops, which I like this hoop look. But I mean, how can you show that you have a boat on a podcast? So who's to say we're not on a boat right now? We're on a boat. And that's what makes a pirate, I guess. This is a ship. So we're on a pirate boat. We're on, it's the a pirate USS, ship. Not the US. SS, that's not a pirate that that makes it not a pirate ship that makes it a united states ship is that what that stands for yeah i think that's like an it's like not a united states ship I don't, what is that <laughs> <laughs> what does the uss stand for united states united ship. <laughs> it makes sense i mean what does uss mean on a ship it auto-filled for me united states ship is it really it is. <laughs> That's what it fucking means. That's, wow. That's, it's, uh, that's almost like too... It's too easy. On the nose. It's um used to identify a ship of the Navy. I wanted it to be like cool Latin words or something. It really is just United States ship. It's just fucking That's United. lame. I don't... Oh. Mm-hmm. So we're going to... Before my phone dies. Sometimes knowledge is a burden. Anyways, <laughs> give me more knowledge now, please. The reason why pirates peaked during this time is because a very specific war happened in uh, seven between 1701 to 1714. Um, so the English were at war with Spain for the Caribbean during the Spanish War of Succession. Why it's called that, I don't know, because the English one, but it's called the Spanish War of Succession. I mean, winner gets to tell how history happened. The Spain, I don't know why they named it after the enemy, but they did. So Spain owned majority of the Caribbean, and the only land English could get their claws into was Jamaica. That was it. Jamaica me crazy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please be sorry. <laughs> I really am. Um, I'm sorry. Woo! So it was a lot of activity around the Bahamas. Also, this is going to explain why there's a lot of white people in the area. The British felt the need to own everything and shit on everyone's parade. So they decided that they were going to hire privateers. What a privateer is, is just a legal pirate. A privateer is they took, they took sailors. They took merchant sailors. They took people who just knew ships. People with boats. But people who also weren't afraid to fight and would steal shit. <laughs> so they were like, we want to cripple the Spanish in their boats. 
So we're going to hire privateers, legal pirates. You're going to be, you know, war men. <laughs> war men. What's the word? Soldier. Soldier. <laughs> So the war, <laughs> the war. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, we need you to just jump on Spanish boats, burn them, steal their shit, kill their men, get the fuck out of there. Maybe steal their boats. You could take that." And so they're like, "Okay, cool." So they won barely. They technically won, although both countries were so crippled money-wise that they pretty much both lost essentially. So like their economies were just like trash afterwards. They pretty much. Tr- because they ran out of money they ran out of money and they were both like this benefits both of us if we both stop and their economy being so crippled is unfortunately part of why the slave trade was so important in the americas and to england because england was directly profiting off of the slave trade to americas yeah and so that was a huge reason why that supposedly was supposed to and unfortunately did save the their economy that and like you know tobacco and gross other bullshit which tobacco is also gross so Gross, gross, gross. So they, you know, do what they do to most veterans, abandon them and say, "Um, you just hang out on those islands now, I guess, and live your life. And thanks for your service, I guess. So like, so they went from being hired by their country, by their country. Yeah. Piracy was basically made legal if you had like the stamp of approval of the country. Of the crown, yeah. And then the war is over and now they're like actually just kidding. Your yeah. livelihood is now Gone. illegal. Your livelihood's now illegal. Uh, um cool. we don't need you anymore and actually we really wanna arrest you if you attack Spanish ships now because then that could start another war that we can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> no, while we wouldn't hate that, we just can't afford it right now. Right. So, um, oh my god, that's so shitty. Yeah. So our main, our our main homeboy. There's a few main homeboys, but our main like golden boy is gonna be Benjamin Hornigold. Hornigold. That's a name. Hornigold. Benjamin Hornigold. He was horny for gold. Now, <laughs> oh, you need to apologize for that one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not my fault. They all have perfect pirate names. <laughs> Because they do all have, like, the most perfect fucking pirate names. So Benjamin Hornigold approached his other fellow veteran privateers and went, Hey, fuck the crown. Fuck this bullshit. What if we just, like, keep doing this and they can just kill us, I guess, if they ever catch us? Like, they can just fucking deal with it. Like, they can just fucking deal with it because they've abandoned us. This is the one thing we're good at. And this is is kind of shitty of them, And we're really good at it, so we're just going to keep doing it. Right. And they can suck it. And at first, they were like, we're just going to attack, like, French ships and whatever. And then they, after a while, they were like, no, we're going to attack all ships, including English, including Spanish. Oh, yeah, because, like, what have they done for them? Right. They're like, you know what? Actually, we don't give a fuck. (laughs) We're just going to attack all merchant ships, steal their shit, whatever. So, but I like I like that I like that they weren't prejudiced, you know. Like yeah, they, they were, were gonna equal. steal from everyone. They were equal about that. I like that. Yeah, the equal opportunists. <laughs> Benjamin Hornigold kind of became the unofficial president of the Republic of Pirates in Nassau. Nassau is a city. The Republic of Pirates. 
Yes, it was officially called the Republic of Pirates in Nassau, and pretty much Benjamin banded together. Jamaica was the only place English England has their foothold, so they had the city of Nassau. They showed up with all their pirate buddies and said, this is our city now. Y'all here, you government people here can deal with it. <laughs> um, Go complain. It'll take months for anyone to get on a ship to get here to do anything about it anyways. I mean, true. Like, they're like, what are you going to do? Like, you're all the way to England. I mean, what are you, you, you going to do? Write a letter? complaining to our king who can't read English because it was King George the first at the time was the king of England at the time and he was German and he didn't he never learned English it was a German English king like what the fuck is that about That's yeah he literally king of England can't speak English no and he never bothered to learn it <laughs> okay. it's almost upsetting okay. I'm just like, I could have been the queen of something and not even learn the language or culture. Like, fuck it. Like, that's so insane to me. So pretty much, Benjamin started the Republic of Pirates, and together they started uh, the Pirate Code, as we hear it it in Pirates of the Caribbean. Parlay, whatever, blah, 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 (laughs) bullshit. How does Keira Knightley say it? Parlay, with her, like, weird... Oh, her, like, underbite thing. underbite. Parlay. I can't, I can't I I can't really do it either. TikTokers who can. I'm not one of them. Benjamin Hornigold was like the captain guy. People l- l- loved him. And so now we're going to move on over to another huge famous pirate of this time um, named Black Sam Bellamy. Well, this guy just has black hair. For some reason, they wanted to give identifying people black, like the name black if their hair was black. Huh. I don't know. Sam Bellamy is just a white guy with black hair. I guess when you don't have like an Instagram or like a Facebook profile to look at to like identify people, I th- what, just do, what else do you have cool. to like I think they thought it sounded menacing and cool. I mean, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. They're not so, wrong. There's Black Sam Bellamy, and he was super fucking famous during his time. So so this guy became a pirate because he fell in love with this girl, Mary. And Mary came from like a wealthier family who wouldn't approve of them getting married because they were like, he's a piece of shit. You need to marry someone with money, Mary. And so he was like, I'm gonna go become a pirate. I'm gonna get so much fucking gold and we'll be fucking set. So she was like sick. Right after he left, she realizes she's pregnant and her parents completely disown her and kick her out and she becomes homeless. So she does what she can to get by. And like three months into being a pirate, Sam Bellamy becomes insanely famous. Insanely famous. Like he's in all of the like newspapers. They write about him all over the world. So he was just like killing it. He was fucking killing it. And the reason why was because he had insane like war tactics. He uh, would strip naked and would get his men to strip naked to look completely insane and just act fucking out of their fucking minds as a scare tactic whenever they were there was less in numbers to like take the other people off guard and it worked honestly brilliant and it worked that is honestly so brilliant honestly one naked man is enough to like freak me out no they had like a whole fucking group of naked men just and they were just like like losing their shit holding weapons going like like just freaking out freaking out oh man so, yeah no i would not no i don't i wouldn't fuck with them right i would surrender immediately so this absolute psycho there's a psycho couple named henry jennings and charles vane so henry jennings oh nice word okay it died we're going off memory let's go so i remember it pretty well okay. it's just gonna was, i'm gonna have a lot of editing to do <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. We got 
Henry Jennings and Charles Vane. Thank God I remember everyone's name. I am this one really be, impressed. If I hadn't had read it just now, I would not have remembered these two motherfuckers' names. But I remember everyone else's names because the other names are fun sounding like Calico Jack and Anne Bonnie. So that's what's up. Charles Vane is a psychopath. He just wants to kill people. He loves torturing and killing people and he likes being a pirate because it gives him an excuse to be able to kill people to without people. Without judgment of others, like other people are in on it. And like it's just his thing. Like he's just a he's just a fucking psycho. Henry Jennings is a privateer. Remember in Pirates of the Caribbean, the stuffy dude with the wig who wanted to marry Kieran Commodore Eileen? Norrington? I'm pretty sure Commodore Norrington is based off of Henry Jennings because he's oh. like he's like that kind of attitude. Yeah. Like he'll only do something if it's legal, but he'll find ways to bend the law to work for his personal benefit. Ooh. Does that make sense? Yeah. So because Jamaica was owned, owned, Oh. Claimed by, uh, sorry, it sounds stupid to say, but it's true. England, they had a governor. He was like, I want to keep being a pirate, but I got to find a way to make this legal. I need to find an opportunity. I'm here in the Bahamas. I got to do this. So he approached the governor and said, Hey, what if, hypothetically, <laughs> I just like happen to find burnt down Spanish ships? Where everyone happened to just coincidentally die and not be able to report back to anybody. And I just take all of their gold and I give you some of it. And the guy was like, hypothetically, I guess if you just happen to come across a dying ship. Sure, who's to say how they died? But no one makes it out alive. So no one can ever report that something who who knows who attacked them. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Maybe it was pirates. I don't know. So he got like fucking approval from this guy (laughs) to basically like be a pirate but it wasn't really like they were all breaking the law but they were fooling themselves into thinking like it was a mutually beneficial yeah plan and there wasn't anyone else to really like stop them because henry jennings wasn't just a military man he came from a noble family and he had a reputation to uphold, and he wanted to try to... He didn't want to taint his name. He wanted to look like he was still doing things above board. Exactly. Okay. So that was kind of his deal, but he takes on Charles Vane, because Charles Vane's a psychic. Oh, the crazy one. They team up. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I hate it. I don't hate like that at all. It. I'm a little surprised it didn't create a Charles Vane-like character in Pirates of the Caribbean. Just some psycho wants to kill people who's teamed up with, like, a military man, but whatever. So, like, a noble hoity-toity wig-wearing military guy. That's who he was. That's Commodore. What's his face? Commodore Norrington. Norrington, right. Fuck that guy. I don't remember what he did in those movies. I just know I don't like him. I think him. at the end we like him. I think he, like, sacrifices really? himself to save someone. I you don't like- think it's... What's her name? Elizabeth. I don't think I don't think it's to save Elizabeth. I think he he like, like sacrifices himself to save someone. Well, we like character development. That's good. We do. We do. They come across this French ship, but they're not super sure how to approach it. They they're trying to size it up. They're trying to figure out how many men they might need, what kind of tactic, what sort of thing they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Black Sam Bellamy comes up and goes, I know what you're thinking. I know what they're doing. They're eyeing that ship. They want to attack it. They don't know how. Wait, so there are two pirates looking at the same ship? Yes. 
or three pirates. No. Charles Vane and... Oh, well, Charles Vane and... Charles Vane and Commodore Norrington. Are on one boat. Are on one boat. And then on another boat, we have Black Sam Bellamy. Bellamy. And then we have the victim boat. And then we have victim French merchant boat. Oh, no. (laughs) Just a little French merchant. And they're just like, oh, hi, we're allies. (laughs) Because you're English, we're we're allies. You're not going to attack me. This is safe waters. (laughs) I did. Did I just say, do you speak cheese? I said parley vous from I did. You said cheese speak cheese. Parley vous fromage. I'm gonna start saying that. It's omelette du fromage. The point is, I studied French for seven years, and I still can't Pantouf speak it. Pantouf is slipper. Pantouf is slipper. It's my friend's dog's name. That's how I know that. I'm so glad we're here for this. Anyways, that's our French lesson. Yep. Welcome. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm not <laughs> to say. Black Sam Bellamy approaches Charles Vane and Henry Jennings and goes, Hey, here's what's up. I think we should team up to take down the ship together. And the way I'm going to gain your trust is you can just watch me attack it. And if it goes well, cool, join in. If not, you can just leave. So they were like, sure, if you want to go in the line of fire while we just watch, fucking go for it. So they did, and he did his naked tactic. Nice. Took over the boat. Henry Jennings and Charles Vane showed up. Impressed. Got kind of murderous, which Black Sam Bellamy was super, like, uncomfortable with and was like, no, we don't torture we and kill people. We just want to freak people out. We don't want to kill them. We just just want to freak people out and steal their shit. And then go. And then leave. Like, we don't need to oh, kill them. Why you gotta them. be like that? Why do you have to kill them? It's fucking <laughs> weird. Why are, you, why are you so weird? <laughs> so anyways, uh, Black Sam Bellamy goes, you know what? You guys seem busy. We're gonna go back. We'll meet you on your ship. And then they just stole everything, including their ship. So they took all of the treasure while they were busy torturing people and took their ship. So they left them on the victim ship. So they left. So they abandoned uh, Charles Vane and uh, Henry Jennings with their crew on the victim ship and took all of their shit and left because they they were like probably like incapacitated the ship somehow. Oh yeah, that's that's very smart. Yeah, well, I I kind of wonder if that was a plan from the beginning or if they saw that they were like these psychos and were like, you know what? <laughs> these people are fucked <laughs> Let's up. Let's just come out of here. Let's just go. Because believe it or not, a lot of these famous pirates were not like murder crazy psychos, except Charles Vane and fucking Henry Jennings. A lot of them were like, we don't actually want to kill people. We're just going to tie you up and take your stuff and we'll leave you for dead, but we're not going to kill you. Well, I think, I mean, if you think about it, like, they probably had, like, somewhat limited, like, ammunition and, like, because, you know, they had to do, like, gunpowder and, like, all that stuff. So, it probably wasn't, like, you know, you just had, like, a room full of fucking ammunition just hanging out ready for you. They had the plank, I guess, to, I guess, if they wanted to kill people on their crew or other people, but. That's true. Just shove them in the ocean. The plank is a very, um. Walk walk the plank. Cost efficient. It is cost efficient. <laughs> um, they did that, and that's just a uh, part of the huge feud between Sam Bellamy and um Charles Van Henry Jennings. I mean, I could see why they would be mad about that. They were kind of mad about it. Yeah. Wow, going off memory is just a whole other world. So now we're gonna move on back to Benjamin Hornigold and his crew. So they the Republic created a pirate. So at the Republic of Pirates in Nassau, 
where all of these bitches live, all these bitches up in here live in there, they created a pirate code that was like pirate law. And it was actually the first democracy and it predates uh, the American Revolution. So they created a democracy fully supported by everybody involved, which was super sick. And they would vote captains. And the way that it worked is if you're out at sea and you believe your captain is not making decisions that you believe is true and fair to the whole crew, the whole crew can have a vote. And the majority picks a new captain or majority votes keeps the captain. And the other thing that was cool about the Pirate's Code is that the captain cannot profit more than their crew members so every time golden shares yeah so they had equal share amongst everybody that's interesting so they made sure everything was always divvied up evenly so that the captain would never get anything special essentially for being a captain yeah so that they could avoid power hungry bullshit that's really cool it is really cool are there like documents of the pirate code I assume so. I that is not something I looked into. Although I also feel like it would be very piratey of them to not to write not it down. write it down. Yeah, I think it would, in my head it's cooler if they didn't write it down. But then the history nerd part of me wants to read the document, <laughs> wants to see like the cool yeah. old pirate document, like the old scroll. I guess. Yeah. That'd be cool. At one point, Benjamin Hornigold, he's a big softy. He's just a big old softy. He doesn't want to kill people and he kind of doesn't mind the law overall. Like, he eventually kind of always planned to go back to being like a normal dude at some point. Like, he has morals. He has right and wrong. Like, yeah, he and he just, he's structure. just too old for this shit at some point, you know? He Feel started that. this shit, but he also was just supposed to be like this like wise leader kind of a situation. Um, so his crew decided they didn't believe he was cutthroat enough really to be their captain anymore. So they voted him out. However, a man named Edward Thatch stayed loyal to Benjamin Hornigold. Aw, bud. And they, like, they didn't hurt him. They're just like, you're voted out. And he was like, okay. And they voted someone else in. Edward Thatch stayed loyal to Benjamin. Edward was told by Benjamin that Benjamin was going to pay him back for his loyalty and make him a captain someday, which he did because Edward Thatch actually became Blackbeard. Oh, the Blackbeard. The Blackbeard. And Benjamin Hornigold is the guy who set him all up for it. Edward Thatch is a really cool name. It is a really cool name. I really like that. I like it. It's such a pirate name. I it's love like, it. Because, like, you have Milo Thatch, but Milo Thatch, like, just Milo sounds like a dorky name. Milo is a dorky I'm sorry, name. But, like, Edward Thatch has, like, a. Edward Thatch. A nobility, a. a yeah, like a, a je ne sais quoi, if you will, going back to. Yeah, like, French. you hear Edward Thatch and you're like, you know, that guy's hot. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I want to meet him. Yeah. I would fuck with Edward Thatch. Right. Well, and Bonnie actually did, I think. I thought you said and Bonnie. No, and and Bonnie. And Bonnie. There's a oh, woman. she did fuck with Edward Thatch. She did, early on. Uh, before he, unfortunately, got syphilis. Because mm, she did not have syphilis. Good. That's good. So, and Bonnie is also, she's also a famous pirate player. And I like her story as well, because she was all like, wow, fuck everyone. Fuck men. So... <laughs> <laughs> so uh they had a saying for a little bit in Nassau because they didn't allow like women on boats and all that bullshit they had that stupid superstition she was fucking stuck on shore all the time and bonnie's story she was irish obviously i mean with a name like Anne bonnie how could you yeah. not be <laughs> <laughs> and bonnie i can't do an irish accent i liked it thank you <laughs> it was british but whatever fuck it so um <laughs> i'm not even gonna try 
I don't even think it really was accurate to that either. I have no idea how to do it, how to do that, so I'm not going to try. So she unfortunately grew up. So her dad was a wealthy banker, but her mom was like his mistress. Oh, so she wasn't legit. So she wasn't a legitimate child. However, her dad did want to keep her around and raise her. So she raised her as a boy and told his wife and the rest of his family that she was a little boy that he was training to be a teller. Okay. If that makes sense. The problem is is she got older and they like figured out that she was a girl and the whole thing was a sham and lying and blah, 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 blah. So she uh, also dealt with some, I want to be correct. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty positive I'm correct. This is the downside of going off your notes from memory. I know she suffered sexual abuse. I think by the hands of her father when she got older. So she really said fuck this and left. She got married as quickly as possible. She was about 16 years old. Got married to the closest man possible. I don't even fucking remember her husband's name. He was just like... She probably didn't either. (laughs) This fucking guy. Yeah. Right? He really wanted to go to the, you know, Republic of Pirates and become a pirate because he was obsessed with wanting to be a pirate. But he was this little, like... I don't want to say sissy boy, but he just wasn't... He didn't have the grit. You know what I mean? He didn't have the drive. He didn't have the spirit. He said he wanted to do something and then wasn't going to follow through. He's that kind of guy. And she's someone where she says she's going to do something and she does follow through. She's going to do it. She's going to fucking do it. So she's like, fuck it. We're going to go to Nassau. And he was like, okay, cool. I want to be a pirate. So she's over there. Yeah, my husband wants to be a pirate, but really she was the one who had all the chops to be a pirate, (laughs) not her stupid husband. I love that. And she didn't even like her husband. Like he was like, so whatever. She just stopped. She was just her ticket out. Yeah, and she stopped respecting him after a while, and she was just, like, hooking up with other pirate dudes in town and getting information and learning stuff and whatever. And there was a saying in the South where basically, if you were hooking up with Anne Bonny, that means you were an up-and-coming important person because she would not fuck just anybody. It was was men that she saw, like, their true value and was like, they're going to be someone, and I need them to help me. Does that make sense? bitch yeah love her use your feminine <laughs> wiles i love it her whole story is she does hook up with edward thatch at some point and benjamin hornigold why not why not why not why not they were big players i mean finally her husband decides that he's super disrespected by her and hates her and at this point in time she has actually fallen in love with somebody else calico jack which calico i love that name jack Calico Jack is a pirate, and he and Bonnie just are, like, fall in love, soulmates, love of each other's lives, that sort of thing. Back then, obviously, divorce was for rich people, so they used to sell their wives to other men if you wanted to get a divorce. Oh. Um, that's something that uh, poor people would do, is they would is that instead of getting a divorce, you could legally sell your wife to another man, and then she would just become his property. Because women, women were property, property, and that's what marriage was, is owning them. <sighs> so they were just like, fuck it, let's propose this, see if he'll, like, do it. So Calico Jack approaches her husband, and this guy is so just sick of this shit and, like, offended by Anne's behavior that he has decided, absolutely the fuck not, I'm not going to sell her. Instead, he decides that he is going to go to, quote unquote, the law and have uh, her punished, which it was 
it was something they didn't even like enforce back then. It was like old timey law where you could like publicly like whip a woman for cheating on her husband. And even in the early 1700s, it was considered an outdated punishment. Like it was not oh a common God. thing anymore. You could still legally do it. It's just, like, like like how in some uh, states you can hang people legally still, but no one does it. Yeah. It was like that Ew. is kind of how it was viewed. He got through to these dudes i don't i forgot there were still some government people left over from england slimy little asshole yeah so he decided to do that however and had a knife hidden and got out of it and like put the knife up to his throat and was just like you're gonna let us leave and you're just never gonna see (laughs) us again or we'll just kill you yeah and they were like okay okay bye (laughs) so she went off with calico jack and there's their ending. It's a complicated ending emotionally. So they go off. She starts wearing only men's clothes and she always has the button all the way down and she likes to have her breasts exposed constantly. Her thing was that she was like, she can wear whatever a man wears, how they wear it. And so the idea was that she can do whatever a man can do, including expose your bare chest. And that nobody was ever going to tell her what to do ever again. And so it was so it was her like asserting her dominance Ah. by like, you know, having like these big like low cut flowy tops with like she always wore men's clothes and her and Calico Jack sailed. They were pirates for years until finally they were taken down. She went out fighting and Jack hid like a little wuss and didn't help her. And her, you know, final words, which I have written down, were just, like, her, like, screaming at him for being a fucking coward and how she's more of a man than he'll ever be. And, like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) And they eventually found him anyways and killed him. But that's how... That's how she was... What a little pussy-ass bitch. But, yeah, she went out out fighting hard and was, like, furious that he didn't go out fighting with her. So that's the ending of that little story. Edward Thatch is an even sadder story because this man fucking suffers from syphilis, but he's the guy where when you think of the pirate aesthetic, the pirate influencer, the look, (laughs) it's Blackbeard. So Edward Thatch went insane with syphilis. He didn't want any of his crew to know he had syphilis. And he had this insane mission to cure his syphilis, which back then, bear with me, because this is, <sighs> makes me shudder. I don't even have a penis. They believed there was a rumor that the way you could cure syphilis was by injecting mercury, mercury up your urethra. Oh. And the idea was that it would go straight into your, um, I oh guess, my God. like lower intestines and bladder and like clean out and kill whatever was in there that was causing the std essentially was the idea because mercury kills everything it's poison yeah so he worked real hard to get this treatment which i can't say helped (laughs) and he just kept going more and more insane and his thing was that he and i think sam bellamy did the same thing so he was already going insane and he was from the syphilis and then he injects his dick with mercury and is just making himself even more insane yeah in an attempt to uninsane himself yes cool 
So he names himself Blackbeard and just fucking goes nuts and becomes literally the most fearsome pirate because he's insane that people are like, I don't know, this guy's a fucking wild card. Oh, but he was a good guy, wasn't he? He was before he went insane. Oh, no. And here's another like super complicated, unfortunate thing. So he had a friend named Black Caesar who was a freed black slave that was like his partner in crime. Oh, so he was actually like a black guy. Yeah, so Black Caesar actually was a black guy. Not a white guy with black hair. A black pirate. That's cool. There were a lot of black pirates, actually. I I guess that makes sense. Like... So they actually liberated a lot of slave ships and a lot. So that was something that Sam Bellamy as well as Edward Thatch Blackbeard did a lot because they had huge ships. So if they took them over, they would like take over the ships. They had a bunch of shit on it and they would free all the people just like into the Bahamas. I mean, they still had no fucking clue where they were, but I guess it was, you know, better than being sold into the slave trade. So and then a lot of the uh, black men became pirates because they were like it's something it's a job blackbeard would use black caesar to gain the trust of uh slaves to make them feel more comfortable when they would overtake the ships because they knew they would be because they can't speak the same language they knew they would be like hella confused and didn't know what was going on and all this stuff blackbeard took in a lot of black men on his crew his thing gets fucked up real quick so the reason why, and I, and I will explain why, I don't actually believe Black Caesar was his friend. I believe he actually was his slave. And here's where we get, like, so messed up. So I believe it was North or South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. He decided to try to strike a deal with the governor. Basically, he was going to try to strike a deal by being like, hey, if you make it legal for, and you don't want to just, you know, for me to be a pirate around your coast and stuff like that, I will share riches with you. And he was like, okay, cool. Like, we'll just you know, if I'll let you pirate if you give me money. And so as a sign of good faith, Blackbeard decided to betray his entire fucking crew and sell all of his black crewmates into slavery to this governor in America. And he had gained all of their trust because they were working for him and thought that they were free. And it's like the most god-awful backstabbing bullshit ever. And that's why Blackbeard's the fucking worst. Even though he... Is this before or after he got crazy? After. This is after he went insane. Most fucked up shit. It made me so upset to learn this because I was really like... I was digging his whole like, yeah, let's, 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 let's free slaves and all this shit. We liked Edward Thatch. And then he fucking sucks. And that is how so many white people in history go. So, <laughs> like, quite honestly. Where's the lie? Ugh, everyone stop being racist. Thank you. And not just racist, like, horrific. Like, just downright evil. Like, that's evil. Yeah, I mean. That's, that's evil. You, I, there's no way he was that desperate for money. Their trust first and then betrayed them. Like, that's just. That's worse than just capturing them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he eventually dies of syphilis. That guy, no, actually, he was killed. He doesn't die of syphilis. They don't give him the chance. Uh, his uh, ship gets taken over, and I believe he gets uh, shot and dies very unceremoniously. It's just, it's not even like in a cool way. It's just like, ah, oh, you're you're dead now. And it made the newspaper big news. Blackbeard's dead. The next sad tale, because no pirate's life can end happy. I'm learning. So. <laughs> 
So the last tale. I don't think um, many people's lives ended well in this time. Like that's probably why they all said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be a pirate. Live large, go hard. I'm gonna die anyways. Might as well die in a cool way. Let's go." The number of things you could die from that they didn't have like ways to treat syphilis and then just like the world was a fucking mess i mean it's still a fucking mess but like it was like you didn't have tiktok to like make your day a little happier you know like <laughs> you don't have videos of kittens yeah you'd have to actually uh, you'd have to raise like the kittens. go find a kitten honestly i feel like back in the day if i had to pick like some sort of career first of all they're all exhausting everything's terrible i probably would like raise like animals because i just love them and think they're cute we're gonna have a farm one day go farm cat farm puppy farm a cat cat <laughs> a skunk farm goats ducks cows cats dogs sheep, snakes eggs? i want to i want snakes you can do that i like snakes i think they're cute but i get irrationally scared around them and they can sense my fear and they like i've to- never actually really been that close to a snake before so i don't know how i feel about it but i like to think that i'm super cool with it. i have touched multiple snakes <laughs> and every single time i'm like we're cool we're cool and then i'm like <laughs> like I, I'm like I know it's not gonna attack me, but like I just have See, this instinctual fear that won't let me relax. That's and how I feel around birds. Like really? being close to birds. Really, I don't feel Do you that way around birds. Remember that time we went to the pet store and that, and we went to a pet store and we saw the turtle. Yeah, and we played with a little like French bulldog puppy. It was a long time ago. It was a really long time ago. And then there was this fucking bird, and the like store person was like, "Here, like." play with the bird and it like got on my shoulder and it was so fucking scary i didn't realize you were scared i did not like we it we have photos from that day of I you with the bird i believe we do i didn't realize you were scared of I it i thought you I were like- just like ah bird i didn't realize you were like get off me get off no it was like a ah bird like a <laughs> i like birds i'm just really allergic to them i couldn't have a shoulder pirate I'd be sneezing. I like the idea Worst pirate of ever. having a pet raven. Did a pirate? I don't think any of these pirates had a pet parrot. Where the fuck did that come from? Not a single bacon, pirate bacon, in bacon, my bacon, stories bacon, bacon, had a pancake. parrot. Bacon, 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 pancake. You don't know that TikTok? It's a little bird, and he just goes bacon, 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 pancake. I do like when they talk. It's very cute. He it's takes showers. Cute. It's adorable. I like her. I like when birds dance. It's very wholesome. Yes. They're just like, ooh, 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 Okay, so. Um, Anyways. <laughs> yeah, they vibe real hard. So uh, the last story is Black Sam Bellamy. I did this a little backwards. He's actually the first one to die, but fuck it. Everyone's story on how they die is like kind of separate from each other. It was all within what, like 10 years though? Yeah. It was That's all crazy. Of this was, and they all knew each other. Which is like 10 years in the grand scheme of things is like like that like just a second think about all this happening in the last 10 years of our lives it's crazy yeah it's a lot yeah like these guys were non-stop so uh, black sam bellamy was doing his best to make all of his riches for his girl mary and he had finally collected all of his riches and he was like all right it's time to go back but then he and his buddy were like one more just one more then we'll go back we'll just take down one more ship take their shit and then we'll go back and that one more was their fatal mistake they got caught up in a hurricane on the uh like new england east coast i think it was like upper on the coast of americas they got in a shipwreck and everyone but two people died no and those two people i think were killed and one of those two people this is really it's tragic was like a 13-year-old boy who, like, convinced their mom that they, like, wanted to grow up to be a pirate and stuff, and so she, so they agreed to let him come on the ship as, like, an apprentice, and... An 
Apprentice pirate. Little apprentice pirate boy. And he was like from kind of like not a wealthy family, but like imagine like middle class back then. Like he had no business really doing this yeah. kind of oh, a thing. Oh, buddy. Yeah. He just wanted to be, oh. Yeah, so he just thought it was cool. And then so, so he was, so Sam Bellamy was like that close to like. That close. The happy ending that no one else got. Uh-huh. And then Mary, unfortunately, got, in my opinion, an even worse ending. So she had her baby, and her baby got sick and passed away. And everyone was like, oh, she she killed the baby. What? And she was like, what the fuck? And they just were like, yeah, like, she must have just neglected it and killed it, so it's her fault that the baby's dead. So that they, like, publicly, like, lashed her. And she didn't die. They didn't kill her. They just, like, punished her and imprisoned her. And then she, like, grew up to become the insane witch on the hill that people, like, tell secrets about and whatever, that kind of thing. Like, she grew up to become, like, the town, like, hag, essentially. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, she was was called the witch of, like... L Eden something like she had like a title like she like that's kind of dope yeah she grew up to be like the witch of I I have it in my notes and my phone's dead but it was like the witch of something something but babies like not to like babies died all the time oh I know but it was the fact that she was unwed that they were like we don't trust her and like she didn't she didn't have a man it's stupid it's fucking stupid Um, there's honestly a lot more history to all this, but that's the meat and potatoes of all these famous pirates' lives. Meat and potatoes. What if I want the asparagus of their lives? Well, the asparagus is going to be a lot of politics. The garlic bread of their lives. That's also going to be more politics and also the story of what happened to Charles Vane. (laughs) And Henry Jennings, because I skipped over those guys. I thought their stuff wasn't as fun. Okay, so I, I will wrap up a little bit. With to a little- be fair, like, if I had to choose between asparagus and meat and potatoes, I would pick the meat and potatoes. Of course. So <laughs> the reason why piracy, the golden age, ended is because England made being a pirate pardoned. They pardoned everyone of all of their crimes. And that was their way of trying to get them to stop. Well, then so- it's not fun anymore. That's exactly what everyone said. <laughs> oh, my God. So the king was like, all right, everyone who has been a pirate, all of your crimes are pardoned and you can go be a normal person and have a normal life now full of zero consequences. And you can take all of your riches too. You can keep everything you made as a pirate legally. So a lot of people were like, fuck yeah, let's go. Some of the pirates hadn't made their loot yet and were like, hell no. And some of them were psycho murderers like Charles Vane and were like, nah, we're going to keep going. He he kept going. It was a problem. They had to take him down. It was a whole. It was a whole thing. That's brilliant. He got though. he got hung actually publicly for his crimes. He was a psycho killer. So who cares? He tortured people. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that's honestly so clever though. To yeah, just be like no, you're, you guys are good. No, you're no, elite. No this is fine. Yeah, that was the that was their plan to get them to stop piracy. It's like And it fucking works. It's like how you get your like rebellious teenager to like not be interested in something. Like, no, honey, you can go smoke as much weed as you want. Like, oh mom. Like, no. As long as you keep your grades up, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. That's hilarious. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you just did like almost all of that without your notes. I'm very impressed. There's a lot more with my notes and considering how long this has taken me, maybe it was for the best. Honestly though, I am so (laughs) impressed because if you like right now, I could not tell you, I could tell you the name of one person in my story. They all had cool pirate names. Mine are all like 
Somalian and stuff and okay. oh, I don't know. Um, But yes, I'm so ready to sit back and listen to your story. I have not looked at these notes for a month, so this is going to probably be pretty new for me too. <laughs> So, um, mine, I am doing modern pirates and specifically the Maersk, Alabama hijacking. Maersk? Maersk. Maersk? I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's M-A-E-R-S-K. Probably it's a ship. It's a shipping company. Say it with an Alabama accent. Maersk. Maersk. I'm pretty sure it's like European or something though. Milsk? Maybe, but I'm going to say Maersk because that's... Because we're in America. In America. The Southeast. Yes. Um, so little background on modern piracy because it's very different. So your pirates had swords, wooden ships, cannonballs. Mine not so much. The modern definition of pirates is not thieves with boats. <laughs> the is modern it just people who steal shit. No, it's a little more intense than that. Now, modern pirates are defined as hostis humani generis, which means the enemy of all mankind. Someone was mad. Yeah, which just seems like a little... That's really... It's really dramatic. It really encompasses like a lot. Like someone who hates mankind. You're the enemy of everything and everyone, basically. Anarchist full of hatred. Yeah, which just seems like... I feel like thieves with boats just like was more like on the level. I don't know. It's super. It's super different. But tell me about pirates in Alabama. And they're they're not in Alabama. They're not in Alabama. No, the ship is named Alabama. Oh, they're not in Alabama. I thought they were in Alabama. That's why I was like, yeah, Alabama. No. It's like it's not mobile, Alabama. It's mobile. Mobile. Because the accent changes the pronunciation of the word, the name. Okay. It sure does. This fucking ship. (laughs) Name Alabama. Who the fuck names the ship Alabama? Well, we'll get to it, but it wasn't originally called Alabama. So according to um, Statista.com, there was a 20% increase in pirate attacks worldwide in 2020. And that's actually like a really huge increase. Pirates now use super, super scary things like automatic weapons, rocket launchers, night vision goggles, GPS tracking, mortars, bombs. Mortars? Yeah, like... It's a mortar explosive devices i think it's like a military term probably that's what the website said so and instead of big wooden ships now pirates today use small fishing boats or speed boats um and this is one because that's what they have access to um and two they are a lot more agile than larger ships so they can move about more quickly and in sharper turns to avoid capture and avoid other things. There are some pirates known as eco-pirates. Have you ever seen the show Whale Watchers? Or no, not Whale Watchers. Whale Watchers. Whale, whale, whale watchers. Yes. No. Okay, it was it's, it was this show um, with this guy, Paul Watson. He had this boat called the Sea Shepherd. He and his team would go around and like... Watch whales? Mm, yes. They would look for like whales and dolphins and shit. They would then find... 
the whaling vessels that were like trying to kill the whales and stuff like Japanese specifically usually Japanese whaling ships and they would like ram their ship into these whaling ships they would throw like spoiled um chemicals and stuff onto their ships reality show yes yes like a docu-series docu-series reality show did you ever <laughs> did you ever see um what was that crabbing show? It was a crabbing show? Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Girl, um, I got Shark Week under um, my belt and that was like uh, about it. What was the what was the show about the crab boats? There's a show about crab boats. Crab Yes, it was huge. It was super cool. What the fuck was that called? Anyways, regardless. Okay, so they, they're called eco-pirates, and they basically are out to stop people who are fucking with the environment. So, like, good intentions. Did they go about it in super legal or ethical ways? No. But is killing whales ethical? No. But, like, it's a very gray area. But that's one modern pirate. Why um, were specifically the Japanese killing whales? Because it's part of their culture still to eat, eat and whale. use whale parts. I did not know that. Yeah. Like a black market situation? Yeah. Kind of like human meat? Yes. Yes, a lot like <laughs> We watched a movie recently, <laughs> but they have little whale Ooh. panties <laughs> and pictures of what? It's just a picture of Pearl from SpongeBob. But human meat. We watched the movie. I don't want to spoil it because it's such a new movie. But if you've seen it, you know. I'm not even going to tell you guys the title of it. But if you've seen if you've seen it, you know. Whale panties. You know, for the customers, this so they could feel close to the <laughs> to the girls. <laughs> what kind of underwear would whales wear? Well, what do you think they're wear? like cheekies? You think they do a thong? Like I think it depends because humpback. Grandma- I feel like definitely <laughs> <laughs> a thong. But I feel like like I feel like an orca whale though would be a little more like boy shorts. You yeah, know? they're very athletic. Yeah, very team oriented. Mm-hmm. They would all have like matching under like uh um like Adidas or like Nike, not Adidas Nike um underwear yeah. with like their team number on it. Yeah, no, for sure. It'd be very, it'd be very sporty, very cute. I feel like dolphins would have some frilly shit on. Sperm whales, they don't wear underwear. They go nope. They, they go commando. <laughs> I just can't imagine underwear on a sperm whale. You know. <laughs> so- Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that was important. These eco pirates do all sorts of shady shit. You're crying. I yeah, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> Whose like, oh, fault is that? <laughs> I know why I'm crying because yeah, lights in my heart. I'm, I'm eyeliner crying like, because of fucking sperm whales coming commando. <laughs> this is why I have this show. <laughs> Because when else are we going to have these important discussions? Honestly, someone had to talk about it. <laughs> You're fucking crying. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'll shut up. I'll fucking shut up. You went to shoot. Um, so pirates today also are different in that they typically, instead of just like wandering around trying to find targets, they are usually prepared with intelligence and reconnaissance information. It has been theorized, not proven, but 
it is a theory that some of the larger pirate groups are actually backed by organized crime or governments themselves. And so that's... Like a privateer. Very much like a privateer. They're getting this information, theoretically, from these organized crime groups that have specific targets for them. So they'll do ships that they know have like super valuable cargo or um, ships that they know have certain vulnerabilities. They definitely have a lot more of a heads up before they go into an attack. That can include the layout of a ship. So once they're on the ship, they know exactly where to go because these ships now are huge. They're like labyrinths. So having the layout of a ship means you can get in and out or just go directly to where the crew is, where you would have hostages, that sort of thing. But what's becoming more common now is taking hostages for ransom. Depending on where the attacks happen, the ransom amounts can vary. So like I was listening to a podcast, Lawyer to Lawyer, highly recommend. (laughs) It It was actually really interesting. They were talking about the complexities of piracy law. One of the people was saying that like piracy that happens around Haiti, the ransom amounts are around like two to five thousand dollars but if you're off the coast of somalia you're looking at like upwards of a hundred thousand to millions of dollars so it can really vary depending on where in the world the pirate attacks happen it can be an extremely lucrative endeavor if they're successful. There are things that ships today can do now to kind of try to prevent pirate attacks. A lot of them have defense systems now, uh, non-lethal anti-piracy deterrence, water cannons, and you know, it's these guys on these little fishing boats. They have water cannons? Yeah. The, well, the the ships do because these the pirates are on these like wooden flimsy fishing boats. They're small. What is so a water these, cannon? A water cannon, think like a um the hoses that firefighters use where the water comes out at like an extremely high pressure think like that like it would hurt to get hit by one of those it could destroy a ship or like it could destroy the um the pirate's boats clean your deck with it yeah like that um but they're they're clean huge the poop deck with it the poop deck you. i don't know what the poop deck is I'm, is it the lower deck i, I assume no you know how there's like a higher deck that has like the steering wheel and then like the poop like the lower deck i just thought that was the poopy one <laughs> the poopy one <laughs> Dude, they used to poop on the... You know, I should have... This is very important research it is, I should have done. That is a really good question. What the fuck is the poop deck? If anyone can tell us what the poop deck is, let us know. Because we want to know. We'll, t- we'll have to touch back on this. On the poop deck. <laughs> on next episode. We'll have to, yeah, t- touch um, base on that. So they have water cannons. Um, They'll put electric fences up, like, around the perimeter of the deck so that they can't climb over the onto onto the deck without getting shocked or what i think is really cool it's something called lrad or long range acoustic device and basically what it is it's like a big flat drum and it produces a super high pitched sound that hurts to hear and so it basically like they're you're attacking them with sound and i just but it's super long range and I just think that's so cool. That's really cool, but also reminds me of, like, sirens. You know, like, drowning, you know. Yeah. I just, like, that's such a, like... The men at sea with their It sounds sound. like a weird future thing, you know? Like... Future! Like, acoustic weaponry. It makes sense. It fucking hurts if you can make your ears yeah. bleed. Like, chemical warfare. Yeah. 
Like, no one knew how the fucking address that and, like, was it World War One? Two? Um, I believe World Between War Between that time, I think it was one. They, like, they, like, thought they could put cloths on their fucking face and, like, yes. be fine. Yes. And let me tell you, I accidentally breathed in mustard gas once. You can accidentally make it as a lifeguard because those are the chemicals. Chlorine. Oh, okay. Chlorine. <laughs> like, where did you find mustard gas? I made it by accident. I forgot. That's terrifying. Yeah. And it burns. It can, it easily clears out once you're breathing normal air. It's just like you, you your first inhale, you're like, <laughs> I forgot the, it's been 10 years since I was a lifeguard, but it's chlorine mixed with some other chemical that you use to help clean the pool. You're supposed to have two separate buckets. One's water, one is chlorine, and there's something you pour in the water bucket and clean it later that you're supposed to not pour into the chlorine bucket. Mm-hmm. But chlorine is clear, just like water. So it's yeah. easy to get them confused. And I yeah. did that once and only once. Yeah. And it immediately creates mustard gas. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So a lot of lifeguards probably accidentally breathe mustard gas. It's so wild because like, like potato, like flour, like baking flour yeah. is like super flammable. flammable. Yeah. It's super combustible. Like the it's the weirdest things that, you, that are just like yeah. you wouldn't. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. Pirate attacks. Um, we don't really hear a lot about them. Part of why that is is because one, they're they're pretty isolated incidents. You know, you're in the middle of the ocean for one. Um, it's not easy to like quickly get a camera crew out there or whatever. But also because anti-piracy laws are super vague, and this is part of where the podcast I listened to came in. Basically, one, it's hard to enforce because piracy laws there are no international piracy laws like if you're in international waters which pirates usually are going to be there isn't like a coast guard or something like that to enforce safety or anything so if the pirates are caught whatever nation catches them can press charges against them in basically whatever way they want the other thing that they were saying in the podcast that i thought was interesting is like a lot of especially in like somalia ethiopia the fishing boats that they use, you know, you'll find guns on board, you'll find nets on board, things that pirates use, but just regular fishermen have guns and stuff on their boats too to protect from other fishermen. Because they're scared of pirates. From sharks. Oh yeah. From like there's so like he's got a little harpoon. Right. So just, just so just regular fishermen, it's very hard to foresee who a pirate is because they just look like everyone else. Unless they got like meth on their boat. Only really find piracy happening once it has happened. Like, has any pirates taken over like a cruise ship? Has that yes. ever been a thing? Yeah. Yes, that has happened before. There's just no standard of prosecution or punishment really like across the board. So there really isn't like precedent to follow. And the other thing is like say you have Somali pirates that attack a Swedish vessel. Swedish government has to pay to bring the pirates to Sweden to be tried. They have to feed them, give them board. Like, it's expensive. The legal um, costs, are you going to give them a life sentence and put them in prison for their entire lives? Probably not. So then Where are you going to... the Swedish government is paying for them to live, essentially. Yeah, like, or do you give them, like, a 10-year sentence and then release them and then they just go do it again? Like, legally... Like, there really aren't no one, a lot of guidelines. No one death guidelines. penalties, piracy. In Pirates of the Caribbean, they're like, you know, the code is more like guidelines. And it's like, piracy laws are more like 
guidelines. Like, hey, I now get why back in the day they just hung all the pirates because they were just like, there's no reforming these people. There's no stopping them. They're going to keep doing them. So we're just going to kill them so that they can't do it anymore. Yeah. So it's fucked up. But it's legally, true. it's a very, you could say, in some murky waters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for that one. I like that I don't one. need you to. I like that one, too. Well, thanks. Okay. Arguably the most well-known modern-day pirate attack was the hijacking of the Maersk, Alabama. Um, the incident was the first successful pirate seizure of a ship registered under the American flag since the early 19th century. So that's... I would hope so. If they're named Alabama, that they have some affiliation with Alabama. They, yes, it is, it, it is a um, U.S. ship. Uh, the United States ship. US. Yes. Ship. Um, I still like bothers it's me. Stupid. <laughs> that means any one of us can buy a boat and call it like the USS, USS whatever. whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> USS bitch face. Like <laughs> the first like successful pirate attack on an American ship in over a hundred years. You know they say don't mess with Texas, but Maersk Alabama. <laughs> don't mess with the Maersk Alabama. Someone did decide to mess with the Maersk Alabama after a hundred years of and not it, fucking. And with it was. It, it did not go well for really anybody. And you might have heard about this event in the book-turned-movie titled Captain Phillips. Ever heard of it? Is that the one where it's like, I'm the captain now? Yes. The guy who looks look at me. Yes. I'm the captain that now. That one. That one with Tom Hanks. Ugh, I Tom never Hanks. saw it, but I know that meme. Yes. And I saw that clip. That's it. And that guy, I think, won an Academy Award. I believe he did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it when it came out. Uh, I didn't see it at all. A billion years ago. In April 2009, the 508-foot cargo ship, the Maersk, Alabama, was sailing from, I'm going to butcher this, Good. Salala, Oman, to Mombasa, Kenya, I knew that one, with 21 Americans on board. A 508-foot cargo ship, what does that mean? I don't know. Um, it means it is a smaller cargo Can ship. Can I envision <laughs> 500 feet? No. No, so I'm going to I'm gonna give you some... some. Imagine a cargo ship. <laughs> just kind of smaller. <laughs> right, right? Like, when it said that, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I don't know what 500 feet looks I like. I don't even know the square footage of my house. It's 500 feet long. long. Let me tell you how long that is. It is longer than the Great Pyramid of Giza is tall. Yeah, that's long. Actually, really not that long for like a big cargo ship. It's actually a smaller boat. Well, I've never Which, seen... Which, if you think about it, is like crazy that like big cargo ships are like significantly taller than the Great Pyramid of Giza. It blows my mind that those babies can fucking float. Yeah. No, like, that's wild. They're so fucking heavy. How are you so buoyant? If you watch Mighty Ships, they tell you how they build the ships and you can find out. Oh. Whatever channel that show is on should, like, pay me. I don't know. If you want. <laughs> Mighty Ships sponsor us. Thank you. <laughs> we don't even know what channel it's on. The ship was carrying 17,000 metric tons of cargo, 5,000 metric tons of which were relief supplies meant for Somalia, Uganda, and Kenya. So it was carrying supplies that were meant to help people. Wow. It's fucked up. Yeah. To be fair... The pirates probably did not know that. However, I get now why they casted Tom Hanks because, of course, he would deliver. You know, me and Tom Hanks have the same big three. <gasps> really? He's a Cancer Leo Virgo. I love that for you. Fun fact about me and Tom Hanks: Tom We're Hanks basically is just twins. just like 
And it makes sense because he was in Big, which is basically 13 going on 30. And honestly, that is something I could have done. Big, yes. <laughs> a giant child yeah. in a movie. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> like, oh, could Katie play a 13-year-old on TV as a 30-year-old? Yes, she could. Absolutely. <laughs> but when I learned that, I was like, I don't feel like I'm like Tom Hanks. And I went, oh, no, he was in Big. Oh, but I, wait. I see that oh, now. Wait. I yeah. see that now. Could I play? Walt Disney probably not no would you want to no 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 on April 7th the ship was a few hundred miles off the coast of Somalia um the area is well known for pirate attacks and Captain Phillips had actually received warnings from the United States government to stay at least 600 miles off the coast of Somalia because the fishing boats can't make it out that far without running out of gas to go back. But Captain Richard Phillips did not heed this advice and kept the ship about 240 miles off of the coast. In the late afternoon, the vessel was approached by several pirate boats. Ultimately, they turned around and nothing happened. The team thought that, you know, they just thought better of it and decided that maybe the ship was too big or something like that. They were on alert, but didn't really think anything of it. The next morning, though, the Alabama sighted a small speedboat carrying four pirates armed with AK-47s. Yeah. (laughs) The, and like, it's weird to think about because like you're on this giant boat and you see a single speedboat with four guys on it. Okay. Like, you wouldn't think that that would be, like, that big of a threat. Guns always heighten every situation. Imagine, like, the dudes on the cargo ship. Oh, yeah, they carry, like, handguns. But what's that really going to do in this situation other than, like, you're still risking your life to get shot by, like, assault rifles? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Even if they had AK-47s themselves, like, you kill each other? So they see the speedboat carrying four pirates armed with AK-47s. The crew is unarmed as far as guns go. They shoot flares. um, They spray fire hoses or the water cannons. Ships typically have protocols in place for when there is a pirate attack. So they initiate their protocol. Um, The chief engineer, Mike Perry, and the crew members locked themselves in the engine room while the captain and two other crew members remained captured on the bridge. I know this because I watch Mighty Ships, but you might not know. <laughs> I know. I do not watch Mighty Ships. That's you okay, me, please. might not know that big ships have engine rooms and you can pilot the ship either from the deck or the bridge, like where the captain is up top, or from the engine room. Like you can pilot everything from the engine room separately, which I did not know for a while until I watched Mighty Ships. So... Mighty Ships, we're looking at you. The chief engineer, Mike Perry, and the crew are safe locked in the engine room and they can still be in control of the ship safely um, if something happens to the captain. Engineers sink the speedboat shortly after they were boarded... Um, and I think this is super cool, by continuously swinging the rudder of the Alabama, basically capsized the, because it made waves and it capsized the fishing boat. And I just think that's really cool. So the pirates are on board, but their speedboat has sunk. Sinking a boat on purpose is called scuttling a boat. Is that what that means? Yes. That is what that means. I had to look it up. (laughs) Fucked up that Ariel's friend is named Scuttle. Scuttle. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. Although it makes sense because what a doofus. I know, but like remember how he almost sank their boat when they were kissed the girl? Coincidence? I think think not. not. We all know the best song is Le Poisson, Le Poisson. (laughs) Hee hee hee. 
I put that on at karaoke the other night, so and good. a couple of people were like, "What is this?" You and did I was like, "Yeah, you didn't invite me. You were doing, you were larping. Oh, so, so let's not, <laughs> let's not point fingers here." <laughs> Look, Sammy and I were testing the waters because we were unsure. You were LARPing. If this is a thing we wanted to invite the whole group to because we were like, if we go and it's real uncomfy. If I didn't know that you weren't out LARPing, I would have invited you. Thank you. (laughs) But now we know LARPing's great and you should come. Okay. The engineers took control of the ship from the engine room, rendering the bridge controls useless. So even if the pirates got up to the bridge, they couldn't control the ship and take it anywhere. The t- the four pirates had taken the captain and the two crew members that were with him um, captive. One of the captives was ordered below deck to retrieve his colleagues from the engine room, but he did not return. When the crewmen did not come back, the pirates sent one of their own down company another crew member to search for them but then he was ambushed and taken prisoner by chief engineer mike perry who had been lying in wait with a knife for when the pirates came looking so like this guy is a badass like his character no 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 tom hanks's character is brave but also like i don't know that he's necessarily like the hero of the story you know i feel like if this was me on this ship i also probably would not be the hero of the story so i feel like i'm, just gonna, <laughs> I'm always just gonna compare me like what would tom hanks do i'm gonna be like i'm sure i'd do it too chief engineer mike perry tackles this pirate that is searching for the crew member that didn't come back And then Perry sneaks up to the bridge where he tackles the ringleader of the pirates, Abduali Muse. Is that the captain? That is the, I'm I'm the the captain captain now now. guy. Yep. And takes him prisoner um, after a cat and mouse chase in the engine room. Yes. So this Mike Perry guy, badass. Muse cut his hand trying to keep Perry's knife away from his neck. Ah, and one of those. Owie. But Muse was captured, tied up, and they treated his wounds. There are still two pirates left that are with Captain Phillips on the bridge. The crew is still stuck in the engine room because they they don't really know what's going on outside of the engine room. They're safe in the engine room, so they're not going to leave. And the protocol is for them to stay in the engine room. Um, So they were in this small room for hours it was hot it was cramped and the crew attempted to exchange the pirate um, that they had captured muse for captain phillips but the exchange went awry and the pirates did not honor the agreement the pirate code parlay (laughs) parlay With their own boat having capsized, they forced Captain Phillips to show them how to offer how to operate the lifeboat. And the lifeboat on cargo ships now, a lot of them are covered. They have rations inside. They're what like, year was this? Uh, two thousand nine. Okay. The lifeboat would have been enough for the pirates to get back to shore. Okay, so Captain Phillips shows them how to operate the lifeboat. The pirates flee in the covered lifeboat with Phillips as a hostage. And the lifeboat comes with, like, a radio. And by this point, they had sent out, the crew had managed to send out, like, a distress signal. The pirates demanded a ransom of $2 million from the U.S. government. The line between terrorism, this is so interesting, the line between terrorism and piracy now is super thin. Because basically, piracy is when you do something for 
private gain. And then terrorism is when you do something for like an entity or a state or, or like an organization or an organization gain. or as like a public statement. This is in our terrifying travels episode with me and Kelly. It's something I actually bring up about uh, why the U.S. government can't stop people from traveling to North Korea, but tries to discourage people from traveling to North Korea is because you could go to North Korea and steal like a hotel pillow and then they'll be like well this is a declare of war against America because you're American so we'll declare war now like that sort of thing like it's just yeah. so crazy and extreme they, they they view all visitors as ambassadors of their country of their respective countries like there was a cruise ship that was taken hostage by I want to say it was some sort of Palestinian group and but because they were like an established group trying to make a statement they were considered terrorists not pirates which i just think that's very interesting that the line has become so fine there and that's again part of why like prosecuting pirates is iffy because then it's like you're getting into these like really vague and like very politically charged waters to not to that one I did not mean to do. <laughs> I mean to make that one, but like I thought it was all perfect. <laughs> no, I did, I did not. But I'm not gonna. I liked that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, it's so. my own horn there. <laughs> they asked for two million dollars, and two million dollars is it really a lot for the U.S. government? No, is but the they principle want to give is, that up? Yeah, like it's the principle of like if we give these pirates two million dollars, then every pirate is gonna ask for millions and millions of dollars, and we're we can't like the U.S. government is like ah, um, and the pirates are like, well, we still have your captain, so figure it out. Um, this leads to a three day standoff. The two pirates and Captain Phillips are s- stuck in this lifeboat together. Attempts to negotiate failed. Eventually, um, on April twelfth, the with authorization from recently inaugurated President Barack Obama, Navy SEAL snipers opened fire on the lifeboat, which I cannot imagine how terrifying that would be. Because, like, it is a – you're in a plastic boat. Um, these Navy SEAL snipers open fire and in a stunning display of accuracy. Oh, hell yeah. Um, with the SEALs firing – from a ship's deck and then through the windows of the lifeboat hit all three okay there were three pirates on the boat the one that was still with the crew was um abduali muse the i'm the captain now guy he's the one that well he made himself self-important they were gonna target him (laughs) yeah and this is wild so these snipers are on a boat and the boat it's on the ocean so it's going up and down already and then you're firing onto another boat that is also going up and down and you're like still hundreds of yards away from each other like realistically that is insane to think about the lifeboat is covered and it has these like little windows that are probably like that big for those listening we're talking like less than a foot the snipers firing from their ship through the windows of the lifeboat hit all three pirates in the head killing them instantly while captain phillips was completely unharmed amazing imagine i can't imagine being captain phillips sitting there just being like yeah. So what's crazy, well, it's all crazy, but this is particularly crazy to me, is all four of the pirates that were involved were between the ages of 15 and 18 years old. Babies. 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 The one surviving pirate, Abduali Muse, was taken into custody and then... Um, he was just recently sentenced to over 33 years in U.S. prison. Do you know crime? they just made hanging a federal crime? Like today 
Okay, so my previous statement about some states having hanging still be legal was inaccurate. Got it. <laughs> well, now now it's a federal crime. Jesus, so no more killing by hanging. Didn't North or South Carolina just recently – That was their um, – That's what you said about their uh, – North, I think it was North Carolina just – The shootings? Re, yes, just reestablished firing squads – as a way of completing executions for death row inmates, which is <laughs> – and people have to volunteer to be on the firing squad. I wonder how many murderers do that. I'm going to volunteer to be on the firing squad. Like, supposedly they're very well vetted and everything, but I'm like, why are we – why are we giving – someone the ability to legally shoot and kill another the amount of murderers and serial killers who have been well vetted by people throughout history is astro-fucking-nomical was a fucking police officer anyways pirate pirate sorry it's okay so that is my story about modern day pirates and i did i did i didn't write this down but the the marisk alabama was originally not like a US ship. So it was originally like work was for some other international shipping company. And then the US took it. And then the US like I bought, bought it. it. Yeah. And then add so it was Marisk and then they were like Alabama. They like tag it's like it's like Marisk is like this beautiful like printed on font and then it's just like a sharpie <laughs> Alabama <laughs> after it. They like got some paint yeah. and just like went, yep, Alabama. Like spray paint. Yeah, yeah, spray paint. That's the word. <laughs> I like Sharpie. <laughs> just like someone like scribbled as much as they like, could. Alabama. Like they got one of those like 12 packs of Sharpies. <laughs> <laughs> Each letter is a different color. It's bubble letters, actually. <laughs> With middle school bubble letters. This is Alabama. <laughs> Okay, well, this has been Across the Cop Pirates. Sorry we've been gone forever. I've received messages from people asking if we're dead, asking if we're They're done making episodes, asking if to ever expect anything ever oh, again. Oh, no. And I was like, I swear to God, it's fine. I'm we've just sorry. Been, we've been having some time. It's been a busy time. Look, I'm trying to get married soon, and I'm it's a lot. And then there's just, like, life. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Sometimes you're busy LARPing. Sometimes I'm busy LARPing. Doing karaoke. Or going to karaoke. That's really, really, it really is, like, I'm not kidding. It's very important. Like, it is a very important part of my life is spending time with friends. I don't know why I have to justify that. I don't have to justify that. I have to justify why my podcast is late. It's my podcast. It can come out whenever I want. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> I'm having to re-release all of the videos to YouTube on my own channel because we don't work with Rock Punch anymore. So uh, check out any videos we make, I guess including this one if you're listening, on the Tiger Wizard YouTube. The Tiger Wizard. The Tiger Wizard. Um, Not the other Tiger Wizard. Yeah, there's some kid. There's some kid. There's like a high school. Like, I don't know. High Isn't school, he just age. Tiger Wizard? No, he's the Tiger. Oh, oh no! There's a new one. Oh, there's a new one. Yeah, there's a new one who has decided he, I guess, doesn't care. He's like a musician or something. He's just some kid. Check us both out. Yeah, I'm not one of check. 
check out. But there's some other tiger. tiger wizard who like came out and about the last year, and I was like, you just didn't Google, huh? <laughs> that so there's a few of us now there's another tiger wizard who is an artist who makes t-shirts but we're all too stubborn to change our fucking username so here we are it is a great username yeah no that's the thing that weirded me out about the musician kid is he is also like me where it has the the it's the tiger wizard and i was like but his has like little underscores oh to between the words because obviously the name is taken by me I guess he just really loves tigers and wizards. I mean, it's not a crime. Look, if he becomes super famous one day and is established as a tiger wizard, fuck it, I'll change my name. But until that day, how? Until one of us, we're right now, it's like a cold war. (laughs) We're in a stalemate cold war where until one of us like reaches notoriety, then the other one will change their name. (laughs) Isn't notoriety like bad? Isn't isn't it being like infamous? Like there's famous and there's like infamous. Isn't oh. being well, infamous isn't necessarily. Isn't notoriety like in a way? Aren't I infamous from too many cooks? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily yes. bad. Okay. Anytime no- I bring that up, Kyle's like, "Don't you start with that." I thought notoriety is like having a name for yourself. Okay, I do this thing where I try to use big words and I like just use them how I hear them and then I hope I use them correctly. State of being famous or well known for some bad quality or deed. Well, until one of us does something fucked up. I mean, I'm kidding. Um, no, okay. So notoriety is the wrong word. I apologize. Renown is a good one. Renown. Until one of us becomes well known as the name the Tiger Wizard, we're at a cold war until the other one secedes. So <laughs> so that's what's happening between me and this kid, I guess. I'm going to fight with like an 18-year-old boy he right has, now. He like so. no idea what's going on. <laughs> he has no fucking clue. I commented on one of his videos being like, just say, so I just, like, you know I exist. Why is this happening? And then instead of responding to me, he just liked my photos on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I see how this what? is. That's, that is. We're indirectly declaring war here. Mm, that's what I'm saying. He was like, you he ain't knew shit. what he was doing. He was like, you ain't shit. They uh, choose sides in the Tiger Wizard War. You think there's a right one and a wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. It's up to you to decide which side is which. Technically, I stole the name, so I don't feel like I'm super in the right to tell this kid what to do. But I got permission from the person I stole it from. Then you just... I got permission after the fact. Then you inherited. I didn't know I was stealing it. I got the name off of a t-shirt. But how could you have known? I know. But then later when I learned, I could have had the opportunity to change it. And I still chose not to. And he said, no, it's chill. We can be tiger wizards. And I said, sick. So he... I like that. Like a whole pack of tiger wizards. That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like in this weird way, like, yes, kids step it up on my turf. But like, are we one and the same? I don't know. Are we part of a pack together as the tiger wizards? Like, should I feel like akin to this child? I don't know. Do you have the same big three? I don't know. I don't. I gotta. That would be. Interesting. I'll message him that on YouTube. That would be fascinating. I'll be like, "Are you Tom Hanks?" We need to do some investigative research. Like, what's your birthday? Also, time of birth and where were you born? I promise, I'm not a stalker. I promise, I'm just trying to do some <laughs> astrology <here>. nerd. <laughs> I just think astrology is fun. We chose the same name. I kind of want to know where you got it from. I know where I got it from, and I know where my 
predecessor got it from. Where did you get it from, Tiny Tiger Wizard? The new generation of Tiger Wizard. <laughs> so we have, because the, the Tiger Wizard ahead of me is 10 years older than me, so we literally have a Gen X, a Millennial, and a Gen Z Tiger Wizard. Oh my Wizard. god, there you go. That's oh, so look great. look at that. Okay, so thanks for hanging out with us. This has been Quinn the Macabre. Um, We're very happy to be back. Follow the Tiger Wizard. It's me and sometimes this other kid. So <laughs> we will check you out next time. Check you out. What the fuck phrase we'll is check that? You out. <laughs> we'll check you out next time. See you next time. Uh, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Don't we say something at the end? Keep, Keep it, it creepy. creepy. <laughs> I don't deserve this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>